Welcome back to Our Walk in Christ. We have another daily walk. And today I actually want to take the time and talk about this entire um, September 23rd and Revelation 12 issue. It's just something that um, a lot, a few people, not a lot, but a few people have asked me about it on some of my other channels. And, um, you know, so I watch the videos and... Uh, you know, I have a background in science, and one of the things in science is I actually used to work in a planetarium as well. And so I'm familiar with the stars and the constellations and all that kind of stuff. So the point goes back to Revelation 12.1. And I don't have this verse uh, memorized specifically, so I'll do the best I can with it. And just go check, take a look. It's Revelation 12.1. It says, A virgin shall be uh, with child, and... Um, uh, maybe it's like a virgin with the, uh, clothed in, in the sun with the moon at her feet, a crown of 12 stars on her head. She shall be with child and uh, she shall give, you know, give birth. And what's happening is that in the constellation of Virgo right now, which actually is above right now because the sun is still technically in it right now, or right next to it anyway. In the constellation of Virgo right now, the, the planet Jupiter has been there not for nine months, as some people have speculated, but for about a year. The planet Jupiter, just the way the, the stars move and all that kind of stuff and the alignments, Jupiter has been in the constellation of Virgo for about a year now. And what's happening is, over the last few weeks, three planets... Um, I believe it's Mercury, Mars, and Venus. I could be wrong about that, but I think it's Mercury, Mars, and Venus have lined up in a row right next to the constellation Leo, which has, depending on which star chart you consult, either nine or ten stars. So if you take the nine-star translation of Leo, add that to the three star, to the three planets, which are not stars, but they're planets, then you have a crown of twelve stars. Nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. And then what happens is, right now we have this planetary alignment where the Sun is over the constellation Virgo, and we have Jupiter is in the constellation Virgo. And then what's going to happen on September 23rd is as the Moon keeps on moving through the sky, is that on the 23rd, the Moon will be directly under the constellation Virgo. If you look at her standing up, the Moon would be right at her feet, the Sun will be on her, uh, I believe it's her left shoulder. You have the nine stars of uh, Leo, or ten, depending on the translation you take, and three planets, giving you twelve stars, a crown of twelve stars. And then around that time, Jupiter starts moving out the bottom of Virgo. And so people have jumped up on this, looked at this particular constellation, and have said, ah, oh, it's the second coming. So we have to approach all of this with this interesting phrasing and think about all this stuff and how do the constellations work. So there's a few imperative challenges to this approach. The first of the imperative challenges is that we don't see this instance. We know it's there because of our technology, but we don't see that instance as other people have seen that instance in the past. And so that is something to keep in mind. So when Christ came, and when the people talk about this theory say, oh, well, when Christ came, there was a star in the sky. Well, that's true. There was a star in the sky. The problem is, we can't see this one. 
We know it's there because of our technology, but we can't actually technically see it. And that's something to consider. Another imperative challenge is our one-verse culture looks at that one verse and goes, Wow, that sign lines up perfectly with that verse in Revelation. The end is here. Well, no, actually, the, we are a one-verse culture. We need to read a little bit further. Because that is one of only several signs, and this is an indication of the coming of Christ. So, I am not going to deny in any way this planetary alignment as significant. It's very intriguing even to me. But it's still not a situation that I'm going to look at and go, the end is here, the coming is happening, Jesus will return on September 23rd, because that is not what the Bible says. The Bible points to this alignment as one of several different things. In fact, there's another imperative challenge that unless a dragon, a red dragon, shows up to consume Jupiter right at the moment this occurs on September 23rd, we can deny that altogether. Ooh, maybe, the, maybe that red dragon is North Korea. Ooh, I don't know. We're not going to speculate there. <laughs> but the reality is, a lot of people are coming up and saying, this is the, this is the second coming. Well, even if this is significant, uh, a significant part of the skies, that is still only one of several signs indicating the, um, the, the return. Now, we are in the end times. Because the other fallacy we can fall into is the same fallacy that the naysayers, uh, the naysayers fell into that are recorded in Second Peter. And it's Second Peter chapter 3, and I don't remember what verse. But it says there's a lot of scoffers in the end times saying, oh, where's the coming? And nothing has ever changed. And Peter, of course, points out the flood. Well, that changed. Nobody thought that was coming. And we do know that the end is near. So my takeaway from this whole... Uh, Revelation 12 and September 23rd thing. I don't think that that is the time that Christ is going to come back. We don't know the time. That is just one of yet another signs. Now, if you take the uh, the interpretation of that verse accepted by most sound theologians, um, not Fruit Loops looking for things to cram into things, but sound theologians, they will look at that and say, well, this is a picture going back to Joseph's dream. Do you remember the, the dream that Joseph had that made his brothers mad at him? So Joseph was there and the sun and the moon and the twelve stars were, or this is 11, 12, I guess it was 11 stars were bowing down to him. Well this was a, a foreshadowing of the coming of Christ, also talked about in, of course, uh, Genesis 3.15, where the seed of the woman, who is Christ, is going to come and do war. So, all this sign is, supposing that this is really a, a true, genuine sign from God, this is one of many signs, yet another of many signs, that the end is coming. And the takeaway isn't to get in all a panic about September 23rd. Would I like it if he, Jesus came back on September 23rd? Oh, absolutely, I'd love it. But the point is, we need to be ready today we need to be ready tomorrow. We need to be ready on the 23rd. And my prediction is the 24th and 25th and 26th is going to carry on uh, for now. Because there's more signs yet to come. That verse in Revelation doesn't say, this is the coming of Christ, as many people have indicated. What that sign is, is one of many signs indicating the end times. We are in the end times. And Christ is going to come back. And I hope he comes back soon. The takeaway message that I want to leave you with is not to get in a panic over this. 
but it's to stop and say, am I living today for Christ? Am I committing my life today for Christ? Am I doing what it takes today for Christ? Because every day we need to look at as the day Christ could return. And if you were arrested for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict? That's a question for you. Because that's a significant question. We don't want to get in a tizzy about the latest end times f prediction, whether that be a fruit loop like Harold Camping or somebody legitimately looking at the stars. Because as I said, it is a very intriguing alignment of the constellations. If you haven't pulled up some software and looked at it, it is an intriguing alignment of constellations. And it does sound really fascinating with Revelation 12.1. But we have to go back and remember the words of Christ. Remember in, in, uh, um, remember in hermeneutics that we have to allow the more clear passages of Scripture clarify the less clear passages of Scripture. Revelation 12.1, what does this woman in the sky mean? It's one of many signs. But the clear passage of Scripture, we want to go back and look at Matthew... I want to say it's Matthew 23, 24, somewhere around there, um, where Jesus is talking about the you know many predictions of the end times are going to come. He says, don't follow after those, because nobody knows the day or the hour except the Father. So, I just want to point out that while this is a very, very intriguing alignment of the constellations, while I think it may very well be a... Uh, in retrospect, it very well may be a, a radically significant time, like a radically significant thing in our world. I think it's one of only many signs to bring remembrance that this world will not carry on as it is forever. Christ is going to come back. But we don't want to get a tizzy over that. We want to ask ourselves that very simple question. Are we living for Christ right now, today? That is the important question to have. And I'm going to implore you, are you ready for the return of Christ? Not just, have you said a little prayer so you won't burn in hell, but are you really putting your life's best forward for Christ? Are you taking the time to study the one thing we have, which is His revealed Word, are you taking time to pray and to seek His will in your life? Because those are the significant things that we need to keep in mind. And with that being said, we need to keep that focus. We need to keep that direction. Not to get thrown off by somebody on the internet that says, The end is coming September 23rd. No. It's to keep steady as she goes. Steady as she goes. Steady as she goes. Remember that as you live out your day walking with Christ. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. -M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is OurWalkInChrist.com.